Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> circuit parties in the middle of pandemic are trash. 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 Who listened to it? The teddy bear? Trash. 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 Oh my god. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Logan. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Literally feel like I haven't done this in six months. Welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. I'm Logan. Um, Logan Hardcore when I'm in drag. Logan Slaughter when I'm not. And girls, life has just been lifing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what this sounds like, to be honest. I could sound like I'm in an echo chamber. I'm literally still trying to get my life set up and I just felt like I haven't done a podcast in two weeks and I needed to come and do it. So you know what? We're just gonna fucking deal with it. And we're not gonna talk shit about it. Okay? I said what I said. Now, I went up on the gram of Insta to ask the kids what we should talk about this week. And there was a few things, so we're going to start with Gia Gunn testing positive for COVID-19 after saying it's a hoax. Girl, not her. Uh, first and foremost, not her. She is a nightmare. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's true, but like everything we know about Gia on her social media is nightmarish. Nightmarish on Elm Street. And like, to be quite honest, I don't have the energy for it. Someone who went on and on about COVID being a hoax and... Yeah, that was my juice. Rotted. Gutted. That's basic. Tired. She went on to then say, oh my God, I have Corona. And Mrs. Kasha Davis responded, and I'm not like 100% word for word, but she said something along the lines of, oh, so is this tweet a hoax just like the vaccine and the virus was, or does it only matter now that it's happened to you? Girl. That's my opinion! So let's just... lies the body and career of Miss Gia Gunn, the Boom Boom Gun, who just can't catch a break. <laughs> Girl, Mrs. Kasha Davis said, I'm coming out of the retirement home. There's always time for a read. And baby, she got Miss Gia Gunn all the way together on that good morning. And you know, there's so many people that were anti-vaxxers and anti-this and anti It's just all a hoax, but then they die. <laughs> um, and I hate to break it to those of you who are on the complete opposite issue, opposite end of this issue. All of the people that you think are on your side and have your beliefs are all vaccinated. If you think those politicians aren't vaccinated, you have lost your fucking 
mind. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Let's... <laughs> Girl, Erica Jane not wearing um, waterproof mascara for Housewives. Okay, so Housewives of Beverly Hills is its own, like, conundrum this season. It's literally just one big... You want to bring up my stuff? Girl, it's just... Erica Jane, but it's taking so long to get to this issue of her and was she or was she not part of this fraud? And I think Erica is a lot smarter than anyone gives her credit for. And I mean, I know for a fact, hold on, trying, girl, not this, all the cord noise. You know, this is a very smart woman who's had a travel, a travel agent, uh, Glam Squad and all of this. And she knows when to wear waterproof mascara. And when you're going to go to have a serious sit down and tell your deepest, darkest soul and the honesty, the hardcore honesty, you wear a waterproof mascara. You don't just sit there and let the black tears cry. So it all just seems very, I'm trying to get this narrative of who I am out and I hate it. It's not making me like her. Although I don't know how much she knew about it all. But this, you're on a national television show and we all know you to be this cold hearted bitch and beautiful. And I, there's scenes of you crying before and your makeup doesn't go anywhere. I don't know. You're going on a hike and you happen to put on mascara. It's just all too much for me. Let's see. Let's talk about the PC culture. Not sure if it's an interesting subject to touch base on, but it seems like you're holding back on your hardcore honesty reviews. You and Maddox used to go ham in your reviews. Has this affected the fun and drag? I have to be very careful about what I say. Um, you know, I called Silky Fat. I've, you know, I've gone there. Um... I'm also in the process of trying to get my channel monetized. So, <laughs> um, I'm trying to play a little bit by the YouTube rule book, but, um, I don't think I'm very held back in my reviews. Um, you know, clearly I've made a name for myself not being held back, but with that being said, uh, you know, 2021 is a very scary place for someone who's unedited and unfiltered. I find myself on stage anymore. Um, I didn't used to think before I spoke. I would say something and, you know, Bianca recently said on her podcast, like, that's the fun of comedy. You say shit and if the audience is laughing, you already have to be two steps ahead. My shows are a big game of chess. And I'm constantly thinking ahead of where the audience is at. But now I have to kind of really remain fully present and make sure what's coming out of my mouth isn't going to affect someone in the room and isn't going to be taken wrong. And at the end of the day, I'm a man in a fucking wig who's just making jokes. Like my dick's up my ass and I'm standing in a basement on a Tuesday that's rarely full. <laughs> so, you know, I think PC culture has had an incredible, incredible, um, you know, cancel culture is not great for someone like me. And I'm trying to rebuild a new show in a new venue and have repeat customers. And it's it's a lot. Um, I try not to allow it to affect me. And I try to remain very 
loyal to myself, which is very unedited and unfiltered. And I never come from a place of hurt or malice or anger or I'm never wanting to hurt someone. But, you know, I'm very aware of people's feelings now, which I kind of hate. Um, but the past couple weeks of my show, I've been doing a little bit more just old school me and not caring. And the audience is having a better time. So that's where I'm at with that. I don't like cancel culture, uh, although I do it. <laughs> I don't like cancel culture for, like, dumb shit. But going against government rules about a national and worldwide fucking pandemic's a little bit different of a situation. Let's see. Staying sober through the summer. Okay, there's a lot of questions I get about sobriety, and I'm always t a little weird about talking about it because I don't want to be the sober girl, the sober preachy girl. Um, but, you know, I've had no issue. I'm going to Fire Island for a week. I'm performing out there three days, two days, three days, two days, two days. <laughs> two days, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time, and it's... I've had no issue. I'm finding a balance in my sobriety of how much I can tolerate and how much I can't. Um, I will say that I can't handle extreme drunkness. It annoys the... Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. My dad was calling. He's um, driving to his doctor appointment for the first time, so he wanted to let me know he got there. Um, I can't tolerate really extreme drunk people. I don't like the slurring and the, my voice is changing. I hate the I love you hour. Uh, if you repeat your story more than once, I'm out. I don't like people who lose all sense of respect when they're drunk. <laughs> um, I'm just at a very different place. And that's that for me. You know, I'm really working hard on my sobriety. I'm in my amends and dealing with that. I've had some very serious conversations with my father and my husband. They were the two people that I think deserved it most. And I'm in a really beautiful place growing spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And maybe, I don't know. No, I can't say that. So, you know, just every, a lot of things are happening around me. And I feel like this is all happening in the right moment. Gay vacation spots, do's and don'ts. You know, I worked on Fire Island for 13 years, I think. 13 or 14. And there's not a lot of things I would say are don'ts. I think, like, when I go to P-Town as a guest, I just go and have fucking fun. There's a weird part of me that's always vigilant of the fact that there's people there that are like I was on Fire Island. They live there. This is their space. You know... I don't think there's too many, you know, when I go to Fire Island, I just had fun. Um, it's just like normal shit. Tip heavy. We're coming out of a fucking global pandemic. If you can't be out, don't be out. If you are tipping a dollar on drinks, get a life. Um, tip your waiters, tip your bartenders, tip your cross-dressers. Like, just be supportive of the people who are there, especially summer meccas like P-Town and the pines in the grove we have three to four months out there to make a living so really be supportive and do what you can and if you can't afford to be there don't be there be respectful of the place you're staying be respectful of the performers be it's just a respect thing be respectful um let's talk about the fentanyl issue um i can't i've this came up. I'm going to actually read about this and talk about it for next week. But there's a huge fentanyl issue going on in the gay community. So I'm going to get back to this. 
And Big Brother. All right now, Miss Mama. Big Brother has begun, and that means my summer is officially kicked off. I am in love with this cast. I think that they, I know they changed cast, casting agencies. I said what I said. I know that they changed casting agencies, and this group is so diverse, and it's not mod all models. Like, this seems like genuine people who are there to play the game, and that's what I love to watch. I do have my favorites picked out. Frenchie was my favorite, um, even before episode one, but he has played far too hard, and I actually took him off of my fantasy league. I think my fantasy league picks are Derek, F, and Tiffany, and then I have... Christian or Clayton, whatever he is, the guy with the curly hair, I have him as my bench pick. So I'm loving this season. Um, I don't like how hard Frenchie played week one. I think that really is going to affect the rest of his game. And if he doesn't pull some major moves this week, he's probably looking at uh, chop chop. You're going home on Thursday, bitch. But that's just my thought. That's just... Wow. Um, and if you want to hear my thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6, please head over to my YouTube channel and you can get some tea there for my Hardcore Honest Tea reaction videos. Um, I'm also going to talk about Drag Race on the Patreon now. Uh, I think that's a fair way to do it. So if you'd like some extra content and to hear my thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race all-Star Season 6, head over to patreon.com forward slash Logan X Hardcore or search Hardcore Honest T in the, whatchamacallit, description to find it. So thank you guys. I hope you have a great week and shoot me some questions if you have them. Uh, next week, I am going to talk about the fentanyl issue in the gay community and kind of my thoughts on drugs in the gay community as a whole. Great. This is going to go well.